It's Rant Delicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Forty Overton. You might know me better as Wix's official liaison to the SEO community. But let me remind you once again, this has nothing to do with that. This is pure, unofficial Morty magic. Where can you find the SEO Rant? You can find it at theseorant.com. That's novel. You can also find us on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever great, mediocre, and terrible podcasts are found. We are there. When does the SEO Rant come out? Don't know. There's no set schedule. It's been coming out kind of weekly on Thursdays, so you can sort of bet on that. But you may want to subscribe at said places because you'll get an automatic notification when a new episode comes out. Enough with the introductions and nonsense. Let's get right to it. Today, we have someone with an incredible entrepreneurial um, story, someone who has an amazing entrepreneurial spirit, and she's here to talk to us about just that. She's an independent SEO consultant. It's Riley Hope. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? How's it going? Good. Um, yeah. So um, basically, I'm all about use, utilizing SEO for small businesses and kind of just u- utilizing SEO on its own as an entrepreneurial tool to help um, revitalize communities, which is especially important now as we are looking like it's going to be coming out of COVID soon. So, um, yep. Yeah. It's kind of, we were talking about before the recording, it's kind of great, obviously, but there was a silver lining to this, at least for me, that I got out of every single social thing I ever had to do by saying that it was a pandemic. And now that's going to be gone. And I'm a little bit frightened. Yeah, I definitely feel that too, because like, you know, working from home is great. I never want to have to like meet people again, like in a Starbucks or wherever, like even like in my own office, I'm like, yeah, no, like we can just do Zoom. Zoom works. <laughs> Zoom works for every person in the room next door. Zoom works. Yeah, exactly. Totally. All right. <laughs> okay. A deep breath as we try to get the world back to normal. Anyway, so what would you like to talk about today? Um, so a lot of what I do is um, like you to, using SEO specifically for small and medium enterprises and for social enterprises. And something that I'm testing right now is actually using a pay it forward method um, and charging people actually based on where they live on the median household income for that. Um, And then using what the US Small Business Administration defines as like a marketing budget, which is 8% of like a business's total revenue. But combining that with post-code household income. Can you tell I'm not good at math? I'm so sorry if that didn't make sense. I can't tell because I am not good at math. (laughs) Yeah, that's the, I think that's one of the perks SEO is that it's more like we're dealing with words all day and not like numbers. You know, how many math majors does it take to calculate one statistic? Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's just, my theory on math is there's a calculator, use it. Right, exactly, yeah. you know, if Google Analytics didn't automatically pull those numbers, I think that we'd all be screwed. kind of just, yeah, totally sitting screwed. around counting our fingers all day. <laughs> um, oh, I do like data, which is weird, but yeah, outside of that, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm so, sorry, I cut you off. No, yeah. Um, but just testing kind of like a pay it forward method. So essentially what I have right now is I have one, um, one small business um, that's local to me and they are paying a fee, then half of that fee is going towards a social enterprise receiving business for absolutely free. 
So break this down because you call it utilizing SEO as a social entrepreneurial tool. Yeah. So like, um, so I started SEO when I turned 16, which was in 2016. Um, That's awesome. Thank you. (laughs) So um, I started working for an agency like part-time then and, you know, was kind of just taught. Um, But, you know, we encountered a lot of like, you know, like mom photographers, like who just wanted, you know, to pay their after school fees. Then we also kind of like um, career, like small businesses where this is their income. And, you know, if their site is not well optimized, you know, they may not get to eat tomorrow. And then um, I got a lot of like condescending comments and a lot of um, like, I guess, passive aggressiveness because it's like, oh, well, you have this skill. Why don't you go work for a big agency? And why don't you go work on like this corporation site? And it's like, uh, but this is very beneficial to, you know, this group of people while for a corporation, you know, they're running like thousands or hundreds or just even like hundreds of dollars on ads, like, you know, every day, um, thousands of dollars every month. So why like, it's, I think SEO is more beneficial for a small business than it will ever be to a corporation. And, you know, there's new things coming out about the algorithms for Google and Facebook that, you know, if you spend, if you have an ad spend, they automatically favor you um, compared to, you know, the mom and pop shop down the street, or, you know, we were talking about like New York bodegas, they're going to have the money to push on those ads compared to, you know, what we do is purely organic and, it's a skill. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely that, (laughs) that upside to having organic traffic if you're a small business, because yeah, you don't have that ad to spend. And I mean, I don't, I mean, officially Google says that it's, it's organic search and his ad teams are completely separate and so forth. So I'm going to take them at their word for that, but still there, there's definitely, I, I, I agree with you. I think that there's a unique advantage or unique role that organic plays for a small business. And I personally, I'm curious what you think about this because it might be, so it's a bit of a wild kind of theory, but I think that Google gets that despite the fact that many of the things you'll see out there in the SEO world will contradict this. But I think Google gets the fact that it needs to have content from the small business out there and it wants to sort of equalize the playing field. I'll use like passage ranking as an example of that. Where if your content, if you're not well attuned to optimizing your content and having the right structure and so forth, Google can still pull out or understand what you're talking about through passage ranking. So that's sort of a way of creating like equity on the SERP by Google saying, hey, you know, you don't have to have structured content or you, you should, obviously. But there are times where you don't have to and will still be able to handle it well. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with that. I've seen like poorly optimized sites like still kind of ranking like okay just because google's ai is um you know it's it's like the number one it's the standard i think um for other search engines and also with that um i don't know if you've encountered this but with google my business listings it's now like pulling a list of like services and products like off of the site and just kind of adding it in so um, with the small business I was working with, she was like, um, why did you add all of this stuff to the Google My Business listing? I was like, that wasn't me. It was the, it was the AI. It knows more. <laughs> right. No, and, and that's kind of like, you know, that's exactly what Google My Business wants. They want, they want it to be a, a business resource to the, to, the, to the small business so that they feel like, hey, this is a place where we can show off our products or show off our success and whatever it is. 
Um, when you talk about using SEO as a social entrepreneurial tool, do you mean it in terms of like, because you're talking about both how you structure your payment fees mm -hmm. and also how you think about the relevancy of search to, to various websites. Is it more about creating an equitable um, fee structure or, or is it about search as a, as, a, as a concept? I think it's about both. So um, I'm all about accessibility in every way. So that includes like globally accessible and financially accessible. Um, and, you know, I think that's something that COVID has also changed a lot. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more like people like giving up their offices and a lot more people taking, you know, clients from abroad or people that they normally wouldn't take. And, um, you know, a lot of people lost a lot due to COVID. I was lucky I wasn't, you know, impacted that heavily other than having to leave Brooklyn, which. <laughs> Depends how you look at it. You That might yeah. be right. <laughs> Being got a, away from the NYU kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. I'm not going to, I'm not even touching that. I'm not even touching that. <laughs> someone used to hang out in the village a lot. I'm not touching that. <laughs> um, if you live in New York, you're probably laughing right now, but. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not um, like what? But yeah, it's funny anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, think of your worst fraternity kids combined into like having a lot of money. Right. Yes. <laughs> but thinking that they're bohemian at the same time. Yes. Um, yeah. So, oh my gosh, I completely lost track of what I was saying. Yeah, I but... know it doesn't matter anymore. We're, we're stuck on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, you're talking about um, creating an equitable, an equitable fee structure and, and then making it affordable for everybody and accessible to everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like with the losses of COVID, you know, I don't like, I think a lot of corporations, of course, we saw like they, they actually made more money during COVID um, because they had that kind of, you know, they had the site structure and they had like the e-commerce and the sites built out compared to like other, you know, a lot of small businesses, especially of course, didn't have that like readily available. So they lost out on a lot of money um, and it's going to take a lot of time to recover, um, especially um outside of the US where, you know, a lot of lockdowns are still going on. Yep. Um, you know, at least for New York, like we don't have a lot of lockdown laws, but it looks like that they could be coming back um, with the new variant. So Ooh, also state by state. Yeah. So with that, it seems like a lot of businesses are still losing out. So by actually, you know, saying, hey, I'm going to charge you based on like the median household like income for your area and what the U.S. Small Business Administration considers a marketing budget, um, which is 8%. Um, I think I already said that. Whoops. Um, you, you can say it again. Don't worry. <laughs> so by doing that, instead of saying, hey, here's a flat fee or, you know, like this is what I typically charge per hour, um, it kind of gives people the opportunity to say, okay, like, um, you know, it might make it more affordable. And also, um, you know, I believe in breaking down payments and, and installments. I'm pretty sure like most people by this point have used like Klarna or Afterpay. Um, definitely help me buy the newest thing without actually having all that money at once. <laughs> I'm curious, how do you, well, one is I'm curious, how do you think other escos feel about this? And I'm curious, does this ever come back to haunt you ever? In other words, 
you can charge, let's say this, this, by the way, I personally love what you're doing. I'm, I'm sort of playing, playing devil's advocate for the sake of a podcast, huh. but um, yeah. what happens when you have a really complicated task on a, on a site and you end up spending more time than you would have on a, or more brain power, let's say the same amount of time even, but one just really more complicated and more stressful and harder. Yeah. I mean, so for me, um, I'm Gen Z. I'm like the older end of Gen Z, still Gen Z. So a lot of us, I promise this relates to what I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I don't, by the way, I don't even know when Gen X, Gen Z, like all this like starts. I am like so out of that loop. I have no idea. But 99. So like Google okay. was easy. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, yeah. So a lot of like, we grew up in like the age of like really corporations rising and corporations becoming digital you know, like when I was like, I remember having a YouTube channel when I was eight and on the side of Wix, I'm pretty sure that I had like a Wix blog when I was like 10 or 11. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you for being a user. I'm kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Two thumbs up, two thumbs up always. (laughs) Um, But um, so, you know, I grew up with all of these kind of tools, but at the same time, a lot of us also grew up you know, seeing our parents work for giant corporations and, you know, essentially getting screwed over in like every aspect. And I think that has influenced a lot of us to say, you know, we'd rather like live out in the street essentially, or like, you know, live paycheck to paycheck and help other people than, you know, go and work um, for like a huge corporation that isn't doing any good. (laughs) Um, Why are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> no, like um here's the thing. I saw so I follow you on Twitter and I saw like oh lord, the, like, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> so I saw like the Twitter thread of like um oh like um what's an unpopular SEO opinion that you have? And I just saw like all like the ads and stuff. I hope it's okay that I've seen this. I saw Go the all like the um like Wix ads and stuff, and like what people don't understand is that like I mean, especially like, at least in my experience for a lot of small businesses, you know, they're like, I didn't know where to start and I don't know how to work WordPress. So I made a Wix site and I was like, yeah, that's, yep. yeah. I, by the way, like I, I, I think that Wix as a, I don't want to get too much on Wix. Like I don't, I on purpose don't do that on this podcast unless I have somebody from Wix on, but even then it's about like core web vitals or something. I do like the fact that it's, well, let me start again. I do think that Wix is a for a variety of different users. Like you can use this at scale for a big site and there's a whole developer's tool and it's really exciting and it's great. So it is a really powerful developer's tool. I love it. It's great. I never use it, but it seems really cool. If I knew how to use something like that, I'm sure I would love it. Um, but I personally really like the fact that we help, we're able to help a small business focus on running a business and have a site at the same time. And I don't know why SEOs crap on that idea. And this is, by the way, the first time I've ever like pushed back an SEO's graphic on Wix. And you can like, I don't mind. I don't mind if you crap. I'm like, oh, I don't like this feature. I don't like that feature. I don't like this. I don't like that about Wix. Like that's totally legitimate. Assuming that what you're saying is legitimate, not just stupid. But the idea of crapping, and I see it, by the way, it's not just something like Wix. I see it with like branded keywords versus discover keywords. Oh, well, your website only has branded keywords, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like what, what's wrong with that? Like, that's a good thing. No, like if you don't, you want people to search for your by, by, by brand name and why is that bad? And why is it bad to work on a small business site just because it's small word to the people out there? Not every site is an enterprise site. 
it's not how the web works. Yeah. And, you know, like, here's the thing, like, in my, like, mind, if a good amount of SEO specialists were like, hey, I'm not working with your company until you do X, Y, and Z, I think those companies would come in a, maybe not all of them, of course, but I think a handful of them would be put into a stronghold and be forced to give back to, you know, whether it be like giving back to their communities or, you know, actually doing some like more ethical things, becoming B Corps, et cetera. Um, you know, like I think the SEO community loses out on how much power it has and it's like, it can be like really diverse, but at the same time, there's like this sense of like elitism. Like yes. I, I like experience this thing when people find out how old I am, they're like, Oh, I was optimizing sites before you were born. Yeah. And all you had to do was put one word all over a page <laughs> and you ranked like, congratulations. <laughs> um, I hate that. It's hilarious though, but it's whatever. No comment. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I get a lot of pushback on everything and then, um, on everything like relating to like my age, especially, but it's, um, also, you know, well, that's really is... stupid. Can I just like comment on that? Like how yeah. stupid that is? Um, because I know just... a lot of old people who are really dumb. <laughs> um, the funny thing about, about that is, um, I won't name the specific person, of course, but, um, it was one specific person that like, um, like went on and on about it. And like, I was at like a company event, like, with clients and he just kept on going awkward. on and on about it yeah and everybody was just kind of looking at him and you know um I'm glad by the way that you reached out to like the woman in tech SEO group because it's usually like men at least for me in my experience when I've dealt with like the pushback on my age for the most part um that sucks yeah he was just kind of like going on and on and then he was like oh I don't edit metadata oh I don't write schema Oh, I don't write content. Oh, I don't do keyword research. Uh, what do you, what do you, yeah. what do you do? And then, I'm, I'm not saying you have to do all of those things, but I, I'm pretty sure you have to do like one of those one. things. One, yeah. He was like, no, don't do any of it. And I was like, um, hmm. By the <laughs> way, I will say that one of the reasons why I reached out to the Women in Tech SEO, outside of the fact that a reach is amazing, mm -hmm. is I started having some guests on just by, by purely by accident who happened to be from Women in Tech SEO was Emily Bradley and Emma Russ. And I find the perspective of people when I have people on from Women in Tech SEO, just be refreshing and new and different and thoughtful. Yeah. And not just like I'm recruiting the same thing I said at SMX five years ago. <laughs> um, you know, like the Women in Tech SEO group um, is probably like the most wholesome group I'm in. And I'm like, my Facebook group is like, just like cat groups. And like, you know, people will argue over there, but I never experienced like anything like that in I the Women in Tech SEO group. <laughs> I wish I could experience something like that because my experience <laughs> of SEO public spaces is definitely not that. Yeah, so um, definitely like I work in the auto industry primarily. Definitely not that <laughs> at all, I wish. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just kind of like wholesome and refreshing to see. And then, you know, back to like, I think the point about like, you know, what do you do when you work overtime on a site? Like, you know, I know some people like, um, like try to like overcharge the client for it, but you know, like stuff happens. Like 
And I find that like when you're understanding with people and you just like, you know, put in the extra like half hour, like um, hour or so like worth of research or whatever it may be, you know, whether you're up working all night or, you know, just had to skip lunch, people are appreciative, like really mm -hmm. appreciative when they, you know, they compensate you, whether it be like, you know, financially or like, you know, just kind of giving you a break if you've had like a long week and like maybe don't get back to them right away. Um, That's very cool. I like that, by the way. I really appreciate something like that. No, I do like I would ra I would rather have somebody like I would rather have somebody appreciate me than 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 give me every last penny that, you know, I'm worth sort of sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's like a big part of like my dissertation, too, is that, you know, I think SEO reporting, you don't know, like you can see the effects long term, but for some of the stuff you do, you don't see that. Like, I can't analyze that by September if the changes mm -hmm. conclude in like July. So um, a big part of what I'm doing is analyzing like how people talk and the actual like linguistics and like, you know, the expressions on their face. And, you know, um, my background is in social sciences. So um, social sciences and communications was my undergrad. So I have like that anthropology, sociology nice. kind of background. Um, so it's it's an interesting project so far, to say the least. And, you know, especially as someone with like chronic pain, um, I try to do stuff and then like, you know, it's not like on that deadline. It might be like the day after, like the hour after I said that I was going to do something. But, you know, um, I think a big part of SEO is just also like, remembering like everyone that you're talking to as a person, you know, they might be like the head of like their little of like um, their small business or like, you know, running a charity, but you know, we're all people. Um, it's just kind Most of, of about, us. like, <laughs> yeah, some of, <laughs> some of you guys might be like lizards or Google bots. We're not sure, but <laughs> demons, whatever other yeah. adjective you want to use. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it's like, you know, there's a lot I feel, like maybe I'm wrong. I don't want to accuse people of, of things that are not true, but I feel a lot of the discourse in the, in the community is about like, you know, making sure that you, you, how do you build clients? How do you get the right clients? How do you deal with the business end of clients? And some things you don't really hear about are it's okay not to get every last yeah. dropout kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, I totally get it. Like everyone's just trying to, you know, pay their bills at the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah. day. Full, full but, no judgment on anybody in any particular situation. Yeah. Like, you never know oh, what their situation is. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, um, I'm all about like transparency. So like a big part of me is like, I'm going like, uh, like I'm charging you this. Here's where I got that number from you know, let me know if you have any questions. And in the case of like the pay it forward, this is the social enterprise that you're going to be like supporting. Thank you. Well, that's cool. And it, yeah. So, um, you know, there's also like the nominal factor of like, you know, if they wanted to write a blog post and like link build and like they could also form a business relationship and connect. Um, so yeah, I go to a university based out of Scotland actually. So I'm working wow. across the water virtually a, of course <laughs> <laughs> you're not flying from upstate new york to scotland yeah. on a weekly basis uh, oh that would be a dream but <laughs> old distilleries oh i can't even imagine um i would love to keep talking about this but i know my listenership and i know when they cut off <laughs> and i know and you listening to this 
we're cutting this off because of you. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. Um, where can people find you or learn more about you? Um, so my website is rileyhope.com. Um, that's R-I-L-E-Y. Um, it will be up and running hopefully by the time this comes out. No, but... yeah, no, you have some time. I have a bunch of like, I have a queue. Don't worry. No rush. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Dissertation season is almost here. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for at the moment, but hopefully one day, um, I'll have a few academic papers published mm. okay. on SEO and sociology. Well, <laughs> I would love to see them when they come out. So Thank you. Let us know. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. And oh, I have to do the ending of my show. I'm the best podcast host. Where can you find the SEO Rand? You can find it at the SEORand.com, on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever great podcasts are found. And of course, don't forget to subscribe. Again, the SEO Rant, there's no set schedule to it, but it kind of comes out weekly. So look forward on Twitter at SEO Rant or just follow me on Twitter at Morty Oberstein. Um, be advised that I tweet all sorts of ass hattery. So you may or may not want to follow me. And I think that'll do it. Did I get my outro right? I'm pretty sure I did. Doesn't matter if it do- if I didn't because it's not that kind of podcast. Thank you again for coming on, Riley. And Thank you for having me. Sure. Talk to you. Toodles. <laughs>